Welcome to the Wedding Sassles, your no BS wedding business podcast. We're here to real talk you through common F-ups we see companies making and the practical strategies you can implement today. We're your hosts. I'm Shannon Tarrant. I'm Vanessa Negron. And welcome to the shit show. Yeah, we are here. We made it. We're here. We made it. So... (laughs) This is what we would call a trailer episode, and we're here to just kind of share a little bit more about who we are and how this is all getting started. So, Vanessa, tell me a little bit more about um, who you are and what you do in the industry. I am Miss V. I own Sweet Miss V's. I am the cake and dessert extraordinaire of Central Florida. I started by doing, you know, the regular birthdays and things, and then I just got more into doing spreads of desserts and my honestly my first wedding I wanted to like throw up because I was so nervous um and then I just started doing more and more weddings and I was like let's just do this full time like this is super fun um got people coming in that would say we're not really cake people and I would say I got you I didn't go to cake school I went to pastry school so let's do a spread of desserts with a small cake for cutting purposes and maybe your anniversary and pictures and stuff like that um but I've been doing weddings full time because I was, I dipped my toe when I first started weddings full-time for the last four and a half years, owned the business for the last eight years. Um, I'm part of different associations in the area, try to be a good leader in our industry um, for Central Florida, and just overall helping other small businesses. Because I feel like we are an army when we're all together and doing things on the same page. Um, and we only get by with, you know, get it by with a little help from my friends. That song always goes in my head. Sorry. <laughs> I, you know what? I I love that you've had such a big journey in the last five years of going from somebody who started part-time and mm-hmm. have built and grown your business as an entrepreneur and really found some creative and unique ways to be able to do that. Yeah, it's great. Um, luckily, when I first started the business, I was a restaurant manager. So I come from a corporate restaurant background. I was a chef. I liked baking. And so that's how it started. So I went to culinary school, um, knew how to run, run other people's restaurants, did hospitality. I even did, um, you know, when I first started college to get through college, I worked at a gym. So I, I'm a people person. I used to work at a mortgage company. So it's like you learn all these little lessons along the way. And then when you run for my my purposes, a restaurant for someone else, you see the ins and outs and the do's and don'ts. Um, especially when it came to the catering side. So I feel like with events now, that's what we do full-time is events. It really helps being that I did all of the things. I did the catering managing. I did the cooking. I did the cleaning. I did the expoing. I did all the things. So it makes it easier to full spectrum do events because I know how the other people work and what makes life easier for everyone. So I it has been a journey, but it's been a good journey because you learn a lot. Yeah, I think that you shouldn't come straight out of school and start your own business. I definitely think you should run someone else's first so you can see the ins and outs and take those um, those learning experiences and help other people, you know. But with anything in life, I think once you get through something, you should be able to help somebody else try to get through that too. I really like that you have such a different perspective having worked for someone else before you start your own. And of course, our listeners are going to be a great mix of people who just woke up one day and decided they wanted to have a wedding business versus some who maybe took a similar path to you doing something else and finding a niche. Um, I started in the industry working in offsite catering, and then I went from catering to venue. 
and got two really different perspectives, I think, from being, you know, the vendor that went to places and had to build relationships and referrals as the vendor, but then shifting over to the venue, which is kind of the top of the wedding food chain. And it just brought such great experience over 10 years kind of in a similar place that I was only ever full-time in weddings. My whole career has been weddings here in the central Florida industry and making that shift at the end of that 10 years into something that I was a little bit more passionate about. I mean, the the brides and the couples, they just broke me. That's all it comes down to. I I think we all have those days for sure. (laughs) It was a lot of years. I worked at a venue that was super high volume and I just knew that my love and passion, I believe that couples deserve companies and vendors and wedding professionals that really care about their event and it being successful. And I had hit a place where I didn't really have the passion for that anymore, but I loved our industry and I loved our people. And so what I do now is I own a marketing company called The Wedding Venue Map, and we connect engaged couples to venues as a venue search engine and also to super high quality trusted vendors and really have built ourselves quite the little you know wedding chamber of commerce here in central florida but it allows me a really unique perspective i think because i get to have conversations with both sides i get to talk to couples planning their wedding and because we're a free resource they tend to i don't know really like the fact that i can be direct and honest and clear with them and in the same token, turn around and say, you know, share that information and that knowledge with both maybe our listeners here on the podcast, but with our local wedding community. Well, and because you're not trying to sell the couples anything, there's no reason for you to sugarcoat it for them. You know, it's, it, I think that's why the couples really enjoy talking to you, especially at events is because you're just straightforward about it. You're very knowledgeable about venues and vendors because you've worked both sides but also you're not trying to sell them a subscription. Like you're just trying to help. And I think that makes a big difference for them. Yeah. And for our listeners who are here joining us, welcome to our first, a little intro to me and Vanessa. But I think the greatest thing is in any wedding community, in any market, some have a stronger community and others maybe feel a little bit more like an island. But here in Central Florida, we have a really great community of companies and vendors and things. And that's how Vanessa and I met. We were out at networking events and really built first, you know, a professional relationship, of course. But after that, we built quite one hell of a friendship. <laughs> Lots of cocktails and after networking, networking. <laughs> and Lots all of, of phone calls and meetups. <laughs> lots of phone calls, meetups. You know, when you have those moments in the industry, everybody should have like a best friender in the industry that they could just pick up the phone and call. Um, and that's really kind of where this podcast came about. Yeah. Everyone should have an outlet, a friend that they can use as an outlet. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't have friends that aren't in the same industry as you, but it does help to have a close friend that is in the same industry. Cause then when you are trying to get some stuff off your chest, they understand because they are in the same industry. Um, and it's nice to, because it's not, a ju- it's a judgment free zone as you will. You know, you can just call and just vent and then get an outside perspective that is a professional perspective because they are professional, but also they see it from your standpoint and they can give you the outside perspective of a client standpoint. So I think that's really nice. 
And I think um, the thing we bonded the most over from the beginning was how direct and straight we are to each other, that mm-hmm. there isn't sometimes when you're calling for advice or I'm calling you for advice, you know, there's always those people in your circle who are going to kind of dance around it and try to make you feel good. And we don't do any of that shit. No, I think that's from catering, honestly, yeah, I because agree. I, I think that's what it is. I food, and, food and beverage, because I remember distinctly as I was a kitchen manager, you know, at a restaurant and the servers would come up to the window and I've always been a direct person, but more or less this, like when it really became more direct, they would come up to the window because they messed up an order or whatever for the food, for the, for the customers at the tables. And they would try to tell you the background, like, oh, well they said, and then I said, and I said, I I don't care for your story. Just get directly to the point. What do you need? So I feel like (laughs) that's still a lot of things. Like you don't have to explain it. Just ask me the direct question and I'll give you a direct answer. Um, but I can also appreciate that because everyone's time is valuable, but I also appreciate the direct answer and not the let's dance around the facts and let's sugarcoat it for you. So it's easier pill to swallow. I rather just you hand me the big pill and I just follow it like a big girl. <laughs> and I, I mean, I'm exactly the same way. And so when we, we were at a networking event and one of the vendors that we know in the industry had, it was just me and Vanessa talking and they came up and they were talking and they had asked us for some feedback or a piece of advice. And the two of us started like tag teaming, solving their problem. (laughs) And the next thing that came out of his mouth was, he said, man, to be on the fly on the wall when the two of you are just sitting there talking and bouncing and brainstorming and fixing each other's worlds. And that's really kind of how the podcast was born. Yeah. Because I mean, we, and that's the thing is because we've placed ourselves in our local area of being a part of different groups and as leaders, a lot of people do come up and ask us for an outside perspective or for advice. And I think they appreciate the directness, but I think they also appreciate the, um, the experience that comes behind that. So it's, it's nice to put it in a podcast because when you get asked kind of the same things over and over. It's nice to just give them a resource and have it all under one roof. Here, you want to know more about this? Here you go. Here's a link to this. And we have a lot to say. And, you know, fortunately we've, we've done very well in our industry. Um, and I just feel like we could just help more people because if, if one person wins, we all win. So I just want to help and, and give our knowledge and our no BS strategies. (laughs) Yeah. And I I think that it's really helpful. You know, we both love education and learning new things and attending conferences and going to national conferences like Wedding MBA and NACE Experience and things like that and kind of absorbing that knowledge, figuring out how to utilize it within our own businesses. But I think one of the other things I love, I wanted to do a podcast. I mean, it has been on my vision board for like three years, but it's definitely one of those things that it's an extra thing. And it's one more thing when you're a business owner and having... Mm -hmm not only a friend to do it with, but somebody else to bounce and divide the workload a little bit, but mm-hmm. really being able to find someone else who has a different perspective. We don't always agree, which is one of the things I love about our friendship. Oftentimes we actually disagree on the best way to do <laughs> things. And so I think, you know, I think we'll bring a really great, unique perspective from all of our past experiences, current experiences, and really be able to help guide people. So why don't you tell a little bit more to our listeners about what they can expect to hear from this podcast? So from this podcast, we want to make sure that every month we we are covering a topic that is commonly 
um, commonly asked about or commonly, you know, Google searched, I guess you'd say, for things that people are all struggling with. So once a month, we want to make sure that we pick a topic, but we want to keep it short and sweet. We don't want to sit there and bug your ear off for an hour. So we're going to take that topic, we're going to divide it into, I, I would say like four weeks worth of different nuggets. And then each episode will be about 30 minutes um, and break it down. So, you know, perfect thing is um, marketing and sales. You can't just cover that in one episode. So we want to make sure that we're covering it, but we are breaking it up where it's actually tangible for people. And then we're going to have resources. So every month, different topic weekly that will be a building block for that monthly topic. And then there will be a resource that you can you can link back to. And if you have questions, comments, concerns, you can always contact us. And um, you can also find different speech or speaking, not speech, speaking events that Shannon does because she does that nationally. So that'll also be on there. So I think every week, just tune in. It'll be once a week and we'll give you nuggets to work on. It'll be like your homework for the week, if you will. So once a week, we'll give you homework to build on and every month will be a different topic to cover. So we're going to wrap up this beginning first episode with how we came up with the content for <laughs> the year. So Vanessa and I were at an amazing podcast conference over in Texas this summer and Dallas. Dallas. <laughs> Shout out to Dallas and some of the best Shout barbecue. Out. So we oh went out God, to dinner so and we happy houred after a long day of learning at the conference. And we happy houred. And um, for those who don't know me well, I'm I'm a lightweight. So and I didn't know <laughs> Vanessa was that much less of a lightweight than me. She's <laughs> pretty badass when it comes to quantity of alcohol consumption. But I'm I'm drinking had bartended these, in college since so she has a tolerance. <laughs> I'm drinking these like frozen margaritas thinking there's no booze in them. And lo and behold, we get back to the hotel at about <laughs> seven o'clock, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. And, <laughs> mm -hmm, and Vanessa goes into the bathroom in our hotel room and I, she comes out and I'm already in my pajamas. I am done. It is 7 p.m. I have drank too much. And, and I have just gotten started. I know she is the night owl to my morning person, the introvert to my extrovert. And so she decides that she's going to convince me to come out. So what did you promise me to get me to put my clothes I did. back on? I said, I said, listen, I, I am a night person. I have just like hit my stride. We are not going to bed. It's seven o'clock. We're not going to bed. So we can bring a notebook, we can bring a pen and paper, and we can go downstairs to the hotel bar. And I will, we can hammer this out. We can go over ideas. We can just spit off each other, not spit off each other. We can bounce ideas off each other um, and start to work through, you know, the different topics we want for a year. And we ended up doing 15 months worth. Yeah, um, I that's said, really but, where we concept. But you have to, you have to come downstairs. You have to put your clothes back on. You cannot be in PJs. You have to come downstairs, and I promise we will work. But I also would like a cocktail and to not go to bed. <laughs> we went so downstairs. she cocktailed while I drank yeah. water because yes. I was done for the evening. I ordered her water on the rocks as a joke, and um, and I had my introvert juice, and we did fifteen months worth of yeah. month monthly topics, and then we broke those down into four segments per month. So yeah. I think we started to realize that all the different, you know, when you'd have a topic idea that was so big and so broad we knowing that we wanted to be short 
30 minute ish episodes so that you could listen in the car on the way somewhere or just while you're getting ready in the morning, spending a half hour drinking coffee or whatever, going for a quick walk that we knew we wanted to be short and sweet. And we were like, how do you cover that much? So we really just narrowed down from what's the great topic. And we're going to start our first month. We're going to be talking about closing more sales. So that's such a broad topic. So we kind of broke that down into four individual episodes. And one of the other things I'm really excited about is we are going to bring in, and one of the episodes every month will be an interview. So we're going to bring in other people and share their expertise and they have sources and resources and things for you to be able to utilize within your business. But the goal for us at the end of every episode is making sure that you've got at least one, two, or three really easy go-dos that you've learned, we've talked about it, we've kind of brainstormed through it, what we do, what we've seen works really well, and then action items that you can go and take advantage of. So that's it. That's the plan. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. I'm excited. We already have all these things planned. I'm so excited for them to to learn all the things and to help them grow. Yeah. So make sure you take the time, subscribe to this episode, head over to our Instagram. It's the wedding sassholes over on Instagram (laughs) and make sure you follow us there. Also, we'll be sharing snippets of this content and we're excited to get started and look forward to seeing you over in episode one. Yeah. Welcome to the wedding sassholes. (laughs) 